Hey, Dory. Hope you're staying cozy out there in San Francisco. Yeah, with today's weather looking like light rain all day, it's the perfect time to catch up on the news. Exactly. So here's what's on the radar for today. Over in Asia, markets didn't react strongly to China's interest rate cut. Even with a 25 basis point drop aiming to spur growth, investors are holding out for more impactful stimulus measures. I'm Steve Onsker. And I'm Jonathan Martin. And this is Daily Dose from PocketPod News. Then there's Sierra, a startup diving deep into AI to transform how brands interact with their customers. With big names like Brett Taylor and Clay Bavor at the helm, they're betting on AI agents as the future of customer service. And speaking of AI, SoftBank's Masayoshi Son is rumored to be seeking a whopping $100 billion for a new venture focusing on AI chips. This could put them in direct competition with giants like NVIDIA and signal a major shift in the tech landscape. With stories like these shaping our world, it's clear we're standing at the edge of some significant changes. So stay with us. We've got all the insights you need to start your day right. This message is brought to you by PocketPod, revolutionizing the podcast experience with the power of generative AI. Say goodbye to one-size-fits-all podcasts and hello to content that listens to you, tailored to your interests, schedule, and style preferences. With PocketPod, every episode feels like it's made just for you, transforming how you experience podcasts. Ready for a personalized listening journey? Visit PocketPod.app today to join the waitlist. The financial markets in Asia have been on a roller coaster lately, haven't they? Absolutely. From China's unexpected interest rate cut to market reactions that didn't quite hit the mark of optimism. There's a lot to unpack with Asian shares struggling to keep up their momentum. And it's not just the stock markets. We've got movements in U.S. Treasury yields, company-specific news making waves, and even commodity markets showing some interesting trends. Right. And let's not forget about the upcoming NVIDIA earnings report. It's a significant indicator for tech and broader markets alike. Investors are on their toes waiting to see if NVIDIA can meet those high expectations. To dive deeper into these financial currents, we're joined by PocketPod News business correspondent Leah Haynes. Leah, there's a lot going on from interest rate cuts in China to Capital One's big acquisition move. Where do we start? Indeed, Jonathan, there's a whirlwind of activity in the financial markets right now. Let's start with the significant move by China, cutting its five-year loan prime rate by 25 basis points to 3.95 percent. This move was bigger than what many economists had anticipated and sends a clear message that policymakers are serious about bolstering the economy. However, it also raises eyebrows regarding the health of China's economic recovery and whether more fiscal measures will be needed to sustain market momentum. That's quite a substantial cut. How did the markets react to this announcement? Well, despite this aggressive cut, Asian shares struggled to maintain their one-and-a-half-month highs. There seems to be a sense of skepticism among investors about the potential for larger stimulus measures. Specifically, we saw the Shanghai Composite Index fall by 0.7 percent and blue chips by 0.6 percent. It appears investors are cautious, keeping an eye out for further fiscal support that targets consumption directly. Speaking of market reactions, I'm curious about how U.S. markets have been faring in response to these developments. 
U.S. markets have shown some interesting movements as well. For instance, following Monday's holiday, U.S. Treasury yields saw a slight uptick with 10-year yields rising by 1.4 basis points, and S&P 500 futures dipped slightly by 0.2%. This indicates that market sentiment is still very much influenced by economic indicators and expectations around Federal Reserve rate cuts, especially in light of recent high producer and consumer prices readings. Now shifting gears a bit to company news, Capital One and Discover Financial Services made headlines with their acquisition deal. Yes, that's one of the standout stories in company news right now. Capital One announced its acquisition of Discover Financial Services for an impressive $35.3 billion. But it's not just Capital One making waves. ANZ Bank's shares took a hit after regulatory clearance for its buyout of Suncorp's banking operations came through, while Star Entertainment saw its shares plunge due to regulatory investigations into its Sydney casino operations. With all these developments in company news and stock movements, how are commodity markets holding up? Commodity markets are showing some resilience amidst this turbulence, with Brent crude futures slightly down at $83.45 a barrel and gold holding, steady at $2,018 an ounce. However, iron ore prices experienced a slide in Singapore following movements in soft commodities like corn futures, hitting a three-year low and wheat reaching a two-and-a-half-month low due to increased inventories. Lastly, there's quite some anticipation around NVIDIA's earnings report coming up. Absolutely. NVIDIA's earnings report scheduled for Wednesday has garnered significant attention from investors worldwide. The key question is whether NVIDIA can exceed already high expectations set by investors amid this heightened scrutiny on tech companies' performance within global financial dynamics. It sounds like we're navigating through quite complex financial currents globally from interest rates cuts in China, stirring mixed market reactions to major corporate maneuvers and commodity market stability amidst it all. Reporter, that's exactly right, Jonathan. It's a dynamic period for global markets where every development carries weight on investor sentiment and future outlooks. Host, that was PocketPod News business correspondent Leah Haynes. Thanks for joining us today. Reporter, thanks for having me, Jonathan. Always glad to share insights with our listeners. Imagine chatting with a brand's customer service, and the conversation is so seamless, you can't tell if it's a person or an AI on the other end. That's exactly where Sierra, a new startup by Brett Taylor and Clay Baver, is setting its sights. They're betting big on conversational AI to change how we interact with brands, making the experience more intuitive and efficient. But it's not all smooth sailing. Sierra faces challenges like ensuring the AI doesn't misrepresent brands or provide inaccurate information not to mention navigating the maze of regulatory and data privacy concerns. And yet, despite these hurdles, they see a huge market opportunity. With significant funding behind them, including $110 million from heavyweights like Benchmark and Sequoia, they're pushing forward with innovative pricing models and aiming to lead in this emerging tech landscape. To dive deeper into how Sierra plans to revolutionize customer experiences with AI agents and navigate these complex challenges, we're joined by PocketPod News technology correspondent Alex Harmon. Alex? Thanks, Jonathan. Sierra is indeed an exciting startup that stands out for its ambitious goal to leverage conversational AI in redefining customer interactions with brands. Founded by tech veterans Brett Taylor and Clay Baver, Sierra has quickly grabbed attention with its innovative approach, backed by a substantial $110 million investment from leading firms like Benchmark and Sequoia. 
The founders are betting big on the idea that conversational AI will soon become the primary interface for customers engaging with companies. That sounds promising, Alex. Could you explain a bit more about how conversational AI is expected to transform the customer experience? Absolutely. The core idea here is to make interactions between customers and brands as intuitive and efficient as possible. Imagine being able to ask freeform questions or make requests directly to a brand's AI agent, whether it's about placing an order, scheduling a service, or even getting product recommendations. Sierra believes this level of interaction can significantly enhance the overall customer experience by making it more personalized and responsive. With such potential benefits, there must be some challenges Sierra is facing in implementing these AI agents, right? Indeed, Jonathan. While the prospects are exciting, there are significant hurdles. One major concern is ensuring that these AI agents accurately represent the brand without any misinterpretation or generating misleading responses, a phenomenon often referred to as hallucination in AI parlance. It's a complex issue requiring ongoing research and sophisticated solutions like employing supervisory models to monitor and correct responses when necessary. And what about concerns related to regulatory compliance and data privacy? Those are key considerations for Sierra, especially given the sensitivity around customer data handling in automated systems. Brett Taylor has emphasized the importance of designing their software with regulatory compliance in mind from the get-go. It's about balancing innovation with responsibility, ensuring that customer interactions are not only efficient but also secure and transparent according to prevailing regulations. It seems like navigating these challenges could open up significant market opportunities for conversational AI. Precisely. Despite these obstacles, Sierra views them as paving the way for groundbreaking advancements in customer engagement technologies. Taylor envisions a future where conversational AI not only becomes mainstream, but also catalyzes the emergence of new enterprise software companies focused on innovative customer experience solutions. And we're talking about potentially five to 10 new players entering this space. That's an interesting outlook on market dynamics. I'm curious about their pricing model as well. It sounds quite unconventional. Yes, it's another area where Sierra is looking to innovate by introducing an outcome-based pricing model, a stark departure from traditional subscriptions or usage fees common in SaaS products today. Here, customers pay only when their problem is effectively resolved by an AI agent, which aligns closely with delivering tangible value rather than merely offering access. It's clear that Sierra is pushing boundaries on several fronts then, from technology implementation to market strategies. Absolutely. Their approach combines technological innovation with strategic foresight into how businesses engage with digital audiences, an endeavor full of challenges but equally ripe with opportunities for redefining digital customer experiences. That was PocketPod News Technology Correspondent Alex Harmon. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Jonathan. Masayoshi Son, a name synonymous with ambitious tech investments, is charting new waters in the artificial intelligence industry. That's right. He's setting his sights on the AI chip market with a bold plan to raise $100 billion for a new venture named Izanagi. This venture aims to compete directly with NVIDIA, a current leader in AI chips. To bring us deeper into this story, PocketPod News technology correspondent Katie Johnson has been following the developments closely. Katie, how significant is this move by Masayoshi Sun and SoftBank, especially considering their collaboration with ARM? Jonathan, 
This move by Masayoshi Son and SoftBank is monumental, not just in the scale of the investment, but in its strategic implications for the global tech landscape. By aiming to raise a staggering $100 billion for Izanagi, their new AI chip venture, they're positioning themselves as direct competitors to NVIDIA, which currently leads the AI chip market. This collaboration with ARM is particularly crucial. Remember, ARM is a chip design powerhouse whose architectures are used by tech giants across the board, from Apple to Google. So, their involvement provides Izanagi with a foundational edge in chip design and innovation. That's fascinating, Katie. Can you delve a bit deeper into the fundraising strategy SoftBank is employing here? How does it compare to their previous efforts? Absolutely. SoftBank's approach mirrors its strategy with the Vision Fund Investment Funds, where it also sought substantial contributions from Middle East-based institutional investors. For Izanagi, they're looking at $70 billion coming from these investors while planning to contribute the remaining $30 billion themselves. This isn't just about gathering resources, it's about signaling confidence in Izanagi's potential success and aligning strategic partners early on in this ambitious venture. Speaking of competition, how do you see Izanagi stacking up against NVIDIA and other potential competitors like OpenAI? The competition landscape is definitely heating up, Jonathan. NVIDIA has been the go-to for AI chips thanks to its GPU chips capabilities. However, there's growing demand for more specialized AI chips that are both efficient and cost-effective, a gap Izanagi aims to fill. Interestingly enough, Sam Altman of OpenAI is also entering this space with his own massive fundraising effort aimed at $5 trillion to $7 trillion for an AI chip project. It underscores a broader industry trend where heavyweights are recognizing the critical role of specialized processors in advancing AI technology. With SoftBank shifting its focus towards AI and away from previous investments like Alibaba, what does this signify for the company's future direction? This shift towards artificial intelligence marks both an offensive and defensive strategy for SoftBank. Historically reliant on investments like Alibaba, SoftBank suffered significant losses through its vision fund during recent turbulent times in tech investments. However, diving into AI, beginning with divesting parts of its stake in Alibaba since March 2023, reflects a strategic pivot towards sectors poised for exponential growth and aligned with future technological advancements. And what role does ARM play in all of this? Their significance seems paramount. ARM's role cannot be overstated. Acquired by SoftBank in 2016 for $32 billion and having gone public on NASDAQ just recently in September 2023 with a valuation at $54.5 billion, it's clear they're indispensable to not just SoftBank but the entire tech ecosystem serving companies like Apple and Google, among others. Their success not only contributes significantly to SoftBank's recovery, but also ensures that Izanagi has access to cutting-edge chip designs essential for competing in the rapidly evolving AI market. It certainly sounds like Masayoshi Sun's ambitious plan could redefine competition within the AI chips market while propelling SoftBank into new technological frontiers. Exactly, Jonathan. It's an exciting time for technology enthusiasts and industry observers alike as we watch these developments unfold. That was PocketPod News technology correspondent Katie Johnson. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Jonathan. And that's Daily Dose for Tuesday, February 20th, 2024. I'm Jonathan Martin. And I'm Steve Onsker. Thank you for listening, Dory. We hope you have a good day and we will see you tomorrow. This podcast was created by PocketPod entirely with AI. If you'd like to learn more, head over to pocketpod.app.